Actually, <laughs> ooh, actually, can we turn my mic down just a tiny bit? Because I'll like get shook. Like, yeah. Shook. You get freaked out by the yeah. sound of your own voice? I, yeah, that's the main thing. Cool. Better? Yeah. And loud trucks. Loud trucks. And like, I, and, and people with like sports car and be like, oh, yeah, yeah, be yeah. like, look, I have a giant dick. <laughs> and you're just like, Look no, you have the tiniest one. If you do that shit. Sorry. Welcome to the Pop <laughs> Charles Cinecast. <laughs> presented by the Prince Charles Cinema. My name is Jonathan Foster. I'm here this week with, uh, oh, do I go? Phil with an F. Yeah. Caroline with a C. Good. My two. <laughs> Illegitimate children. <laughs> Illegitimate. <laughs> yeah, we much, weren't too sure about last week. I, I am much shorter than you, to be fair. Yeah. Apparently you're my new son and daughters. Adopted. Uh, adopted, yeah. How are you guys doing this week? Good. Yeah. Apparently, apparently Caroline's afraid of loud noises and uh <laughs> <laughs> I Oh yes, I am. Okay. Yeah. No, if I walk in the street and, and there's like a, a truck or something just like blasting like making a loud noise or people uh, loud noises i'm always like <laughs> or anything just like fall in a distance like to the ground i'm like eh. what about balloons but i don't i don't really mind balloons i mean maybe if they get if i mean if i see the balloon i'm always like okay it will pop so i'm aware but okay. if not i will almost <laughs> piss myself kind of like my cat uh in the last few days Doing oh. all the fireworks. Oh. She's been really afraid. Oh, yeah. Speaking of which, some assholes sort of like shot firework from like, I felt like it had to have been aimed at myself and my wife when we were walking uh, near Deptford the other night. And it was like behind someone's house and it just came up over a fence and then just exploded right next to us. Oh, oh my gosh. Shit. It was so fucking loud. <laughs> like you could see, you could see it was about to come because you could hear like, and you can see the streak and then it just like you're waiting for it you're like oh shit you kind of turn and then it just explodes right next to us man i'm so bad um, with fireworks yeah. i have it's bad beautiful. experiences with it too like i i do not like it i do not find it funny yes it's beautiful <laughs> for like five seconds and man, it's so expensive it. too just fuck fireworks like it's sorry <laughs> <laughs> like uh, animals they get all scared and stuff yeah. oh, forget about it forget about it <laughs> hey, come on Vinny. <laughs> well, we got both Caroline and Phil here this week. They are my uh, new my new co-hosts. How does yeah. it feel to be an official co-host? You guys have both been on quite a few times now. <laughs> it's a dream come true. Dream come true. There's some big <laughs> shoes um, to fill, Ooh. even though they're they're quite small. I mean, but they technically quite, the smaller. Technically, than mine the, shoes. yes, yeah. and mine too. Metaphorically speaking. Yes, exactly. Speaking of which, that can just usher us into a little bit of user feedback. User feedback. The reason why is because uh, we got a feedback on last week's episode by oh, someone. Oh, very annoying. Oh, I haven't, uh, I haven't brought that one up yet. Okay. No. I was actually going to leave that one alone, but since you no, said no, that, no, I'll bring fine, it up in fine. a bit. Um, yeah, someone named Ari, uh, Ariane Anandita, someone uh, by that name, new listener, I suppose, uh, messaged out, I've been homesick, baby, so it's good there's a new episode of the PCC podcast out. No. Please have a listen. I'm listening to it right now, and I'm going to cry because I miss John, Phil, and Rob too much. 
And then she followed it up with, I take it back. They stand Prometheus. <laughs> <laughs> ah! I know. Wow. How dare you? Hey, Ari. You? <laughs> oh, uh, I like, literally thought she was oh, behind us. I looked too. I was like, <laughs> The ghost of Ari is haunting the cinema and the podcast. <laughs> Ari's not dead and she'll be back on soon. We're going to have yeah. her on. I promise everyone in listener land, you cinecasters out there, we're going to have this lady on. Um, speaking of Phil's little blunder, Phil uh, had a little um, actually moment happen to him, which I kind of felt like it was going to happen. And then when I edited I, I the podcast. I thought I was wrong when I said it. Yeah. But. When I edited the podcast, I knew because I kind of looked it up, you but left I left it in. It in. <laughs> you left it in. <laughs> Without even doing one of those like, like edits. Edit actually, uh, Phil was wrong here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so Phil had said that... Uh, I said Goofy Movie, Goofy movie. hadn't come out in theaters. Yeah. Uh, but I only knew it at the video release. Yeah. And but I'm it was getting it confused with the sequel. The sequel, yeah. Extremely good. Which we were all kind of like, are you sure? Yeah, are you sure? Yeah. But yeah, it's okay. Who cares? No, it's fine. It's fine. I mean, you know, it's <laughs> it's we only just said that we're always right, you know, beforehand anyway. Exactly, so it's like, so. why not mess something well, up? Well, it's the exception that <laughs> proved the rule. Yeah. yeah. Uh, also, our pal Lee... Replied back to our uh, pleas for forgiveness last week over our radio head. Oh, I didn't see that. <laughs> he said, I'm still here. Okay. As someone who uh, is a lifelong member that lives in Scotland that's listening to the podcast about programming for a cinema, I can I can rarely visit. It takes more than Radiohead criticism to turn me off this great show. <laughs> Funny enough, Paul, shout out Paul, Paul. Um, was listening to Radiohead this morning and turned around. <laughs> he goes, and I thought he was going to say something like, like he'd been listening to the podcast, but he yeah. was just like, um, what's your, what's your opinion on Radiohead actually? And I was, I was just wow. like, um, no, he doesn't listen to the podcast. <laughs> Even though not. we name drop him every episode. That's probably why he doesn't listen. <laughs> um, Radiohead are okay. They're okay. Let's we'll just leave it alone. Yeah. Dusty yeah. was, uh, my grave. wouldn't really accept it. She was like, wait, you hate Radiohead? <laughs> Yeah, and then I did it last week. It just keeps going yeah. and going. Yeah. Caroline, what's your opinion on Radiohead? <laughs> I like them. I, li- I like them. Okay. I have nothing against That's them. That's the right answer. Uh, although I will say uh, I did not like the soundtrack for The News of Spirit. Really? Yeah, I d- it did not fit at all. I haven't seen the movie, but out, but out of context, I like the record. Mm-hmm. But, I, I, but in the movie, I don't know how the it The film plays. is just another vibe. Then the music is... It, oh, I just felt it so odd. It was like my one of my main, uh, yeah. Main I feel troubles. like this is the new sweet salter mix. Yeah, um, <laughs> especially saying yeah. that we just don't have like anyone. Tom York or Johnny Greenwood. Yeah, it's just oh. like yeah. Oh, uh, what's your opinion, Radiohead? Um, last week we got into a little discussion about like what's on the request board. Is there anything new going on this week? Again, stuff we've shown recently. I will oh. just say we showed Jennifer's body recently, but we can mm-hmm. we please show it again? I think people watch a movie and then they immediately put it on the Yeah, uh, yeah they, they do that. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's a notorious one, right? Point Break. Point Break, oh. yeah. Mm-hmm. Good example. You want to tell people? I don't know why we can't screen it. Uh, okay. It's uh, rights just yeah. are non-existent, basically. Um, it's one of those films. Point Break is one of those films that we really, really want to show. Um, and if we could, we would definitely have it probably monthly <laughs> i mean it would do really well here yeah. um but yeah it's just one of those things it's just like uh the rights are just in limbo um someone sorted them out like a few years ago and we did have this one off screening but i mean it was very expensive and really hard to to do and it was just like a one-off thing so 
fortunately, they're back into limbo. So hopefully someday. Mario Brothers. Yeah, Super Mario Brothers. <laughs> again, just uh, someone said just for a laugh. I mean, Super Mario Brothers, we'd love to show it as well. Um, we'd love to do a week-long engagement. <laughs> in 35. I did see it years ago when I... Uh, actually, it might have been before I worked here. But yeah, just one of those things where it was available at that time and now it's gone back into limbo. So it's a bit of a shame. Uh, let the right one in. Let the right one in. Which I mean, we did not show this year. Yeah, uh, I've never seen it. Oh, well. uh, you, you need to see the Swedish one, the, yeah, original. the original version, not the American. Not let one. me in. Mm. Uh, re- let the right one in. Is <laughs> not let me in. Um, let yeah. the right one in is one of my top like five uh, yeah. really? recent horror films, like in the last mm. like ten to fifteen years. Cool. So yeah, good. I went to Kurdland, um and uh, on the in the thing downstairs they have a poster, and it was like their top 10 horror movies yeah. Oh, yeah and i think i'd seen all of them apart from like the right one in no but i'm not sure which version they have, have to change that oh oh for sure Probably it's the original, the original yeah yeah oh, so good. there's some good stuff on yeah. the board actually there's some um, stuff like lost highway that's great i mean these I are things lost that we highway. can show so lost yeah. highway yeah. we can show let the right one in uh, as far as i'm aware we could still do it yeah, yeah. i mean i'm trying to pick out things that we don't show all the time again Texas chainsaw we just did that for a month yeah, yeah, we showed, we showed quite time. a bit. Yeah, we showed it quite a lot. Yeah. Yeah, there's um, we did a double bill, one and two. <gasps> yeah. Yeah. Emily shows like a couple times every year. Yeah. Um I mean let's the, see. the master is up there. That's like my favorite movie. Yeah. Um, I'd love to see that. I watch it every time we play it. But in 70 mil. Yeah. Um, yeah, last time we had it, I think it was just 35. Yeah. yeah. I think it's harder to get. Yeah, so I mean there's some good things on here. I, party, it's actually a pretty it, good board this week. Um I guess we can kind of get into what's going on this week at the Branch Rod Cinema if you guys want to. Yeah. It's shown from 8th of November. How are we already in November? Um, Jesus. Yeah. Can, can you play What's fine. Going On by Marvin Gaye? Like, what's going on? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, but. yeah, maybe not. I, I do sometimes put some music in that I probably shouldn't do, but I mean, I only put like a little... Isn't Snip it like it under it. 30 seconds and you're okay? Or is that just like a I think that's made the, up? I think it's a made up rule, but, um, but I mean, you, you know, that I do abide by that just in case. <laughs> but yeah, I try to put my own stuff in, so maybe I could just. <laughs> uh, the new Jay and Silent Bob reboot trailer. Uh, Jay and Mew tucking. Yeah. Doing the goodbye horses. Thing. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. Speaking of which, that's coming. Yeah. The end of the month. Really soon. I can't wait. Yeah. 28th of November. Kevin Smith's here again. Are they all sold out? They're all now? sold out now. All three. We added a third show and it sold out in a day. That's crazy. Um, so, yeah, it's nuts. Uh, and then from the 29th for our entire week, and uh, I would say it would get added in again, but it's kind of tough because it's heading into Christmas week. So, Christmas is already pretty much planned. But yeah, Jay and Silent Bob reboots playing. And then also, if you're a fan of Jay and Silent Bob, there double. is a double feature. Strike back and strike reboot. back and reboot that'd back so to back. That, that'd be that's like on the Groundhog Day. Could they look like mm. the same movie? <laughs> yeah. But yeah, uh, from Friday the eighth of November, there's some good stuff coming up this week. On Saturday, we got Jason and the Argonauts, and uh, we were talking about that a little bit last week. Mm-hmm. Uh, I believe that was one was that on I said board. it was on the board, and I was like, it's coming up. Um, <laughs> Wait a week. Yeah. So yeah, Jason the Argonox is coming up. Uh, we got the Social Network. I'm shouting that one out for Ari because I know she's a big fan. Uh, and then True Romance is playing yes. as well that evening. On Monday night, we got American Pie. Now, I was pretty hyped up when we added American Pie <laughs> to the program. 
earlier this year and it got moved. So I was just like, okay, well, I'll, I'll just watch it at home. Man, that film hasn't aged well. <laughs> it, I, I, that's one of, mm. I do not like American Pie, like any of them. I find them, I, no, I can't. Yeah. I mean, They're so fair enough. Stupid. To be honest, like when, you know, early on, I was like, cool, man, American Pie, this is going to yeah. be fun to relive like something from 20 years ago. Uh, like there was only a couple bits that I found nostalgic. The rest of it, I was just like, ooh, yeah. ooh yeah, it's so ooh. cringe, man. Like, what, him recording <laughs> it's it's a bit <laughs> broadcast. Uh, American Pie is a bit of a um, what you call it, film. Don't say it. In film. <laughs> oh god, damn it! <laughs> it is but very we weird, go. man. It's like every teen movie. Yeah. Yeah. Except, it's, except they're all like wannabe chads. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Anyway, I mean, if you love the American Pie films and you want to relive or just like see for yourself what we're talking about is pretty damn funny to relive it. Uh, feel free to come on out on a Monday night. Shout out to Carlos, who's just walking by. He's a projectionist. Maybe we'll have him on the podcast one day. Show me those him pockets. getting tangled. <laughs> are, you, um, are you okay? Yeah. We're recording. Yeah. <laughs> are you um, recording? Uh, on Tuesday, we've got Ryan Johnson's Brick. Um, speaking of which, there's a little mini season of Ryan Johnson films playing this month. What so we we've got Brick, we've got the brothers Bloom Looper. and Looper. So three Ryan Johnson films from 35mm, I believe, mostly good. most of them. Yeah. Um, Throw in Lost Jedi as well. And then my pick of the week, uh, Milos Forman's Man on the Moon is shown on Tuesday night. Dude, yeah. That's like love that movie. one of my favorites. Uh, Jim Carrey is absolutely amazing playing Andy Kaufman. Uh, there's some wrestling in, in it as well. Come yeah, on, wrestling references. Yeah, Let's yeah. go. <laughs> well, you got that whole thing with Jerry Lawler. Yeah, they broke his neck. Yeah, they recreate that whole bit, and Jerry Lawler even reprised his own role. Yeah. A lot <laughs> he of people come himself. back. Like, Dan yeah. DeVito is in it, but he's yeah. not playing himself, but he knew Kaufman. Could yeah, yeah, yeah. He was on Taxi with him. There's yeah. a bunch of people in it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, a lot of the cast members from Taxi are in it. Uh, I believe Christopher Lloyd. He's in it. Uh, what's her face? Oh, I can't remember her name. From Taxi? Yeah, she was... Mary Lou Hannon? Mm, I don't know. don't know if that's her name. She's in um, she's in Scrooged. I can't remember her name. She's like, oh, um... She's got a crazy voice. From, uh... I know who you mean. Yeah. Uh, anyway, movie. I love it. Great movie. Uh, and then Wednesday we got Final Girls again doing yeah. another performance. Uh, this time it's Legend of the Witches, and then they're following it up with a panel discussion. Legend of the Witches is like a British uh, witch documentary, I believe, about like just uh, witchcraft in X-rated, right? Yeah, I think so. I <laughs> it was pretty. That one for you. Yeah, yeah. I'm excited. This I'm coming in for that. <laughs> yeah, their whole their whole thing is pretty fun uh i kind of messed up my uh time and i forgot to meet up with them to record a bit for the podcast but hopefully i'll still manage to do that i don't think it'll get added into this week's episode but maybe next week's so we'll see what happens so we're keeping anyway. up the witchy stuff yeah halloween is over yeah screw it's it man let's keep going it's always always. Season, yeah. <laughs> until the light come on it's witch season. caroline did you have any uh picks this week that you're um, really excited about well you said uh true romance which i'm i'm really excited about and i'm working that day so hopefully i can assure it we'll see we'll see <laughs> <laughs> um i want to say which is not um okay i'm just gonna mention it uh, the girl with the dragon tattoo oh yeah yeah which i'm actually not a big fan of the yeah it's on or the fincher one it's the fincher one the, okay. fincher, the fincher one season yeah in 35 mil on monday at 8 45 
Uh, I'm not a big fan, but I am a really big fan of the originals, which, um, yeah, I, I just love them. And if, if you have not seen them, then what are you doing? <laughs> Go check them out. Stop listening. Check them out, the Millenni- Millennium Trilogy. Um, I know what they're called. Yeah, the, the Swedish ones. They Oh, God, they're so good. And then uh, if you want, come see Finchers. Exactly. <laughs> if you want, I think you should. Yeah, but the Swedish we're ones wrapping up the Fincher season. It's been going on most of the latter part of this year. It's pretty good. good stuff like Zodiac. Mm-hmm. And Zodiac Panic Room. so good. That really Panic Room. Oh, yeah. We had it on this past week. We had yeah. it on for a pound. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. member. Mm. Be a member. Yeah, Gone Girls coming up as well um, sometime <laughs> soon. And is that the last one? Might be the last one, yeah. He hasn't it made a film that since, one's yeah. Gone. Yeah, could he do in mind? Wow. yeah. It's kind of crazy thinking if Fincher will ever go back to doing a film. Like, he might just continue doing TV. Who knows? Yeah. I, but, I, I mean, Mindhunter is amazing, though. I haven't seen it. I really like it. It's fun. It's like the, the closest season. thing you're going to get to, like, another Zodiac, really. Like, it's got that vibe. It's real oh, fun. I love Zodiac. Yeah. That would be my favorite of his. Mm. I've seen, like, pictures. I've seen, like, uh, like the guy who played Mansion mm. once upon a time. In yeah. Hollywood played yeah. Mansion in Mindhunter, and he yeah. looked like it's crazy yeah yeah he's pretty convincing as well there <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. i'm like a wizard from the dead <laughs> <laughs> i got converted to be a member of the manson family just by watching mine on her <laughs> <laughs> i feel like 15 uh, years ago i probably would have been a member <laughs> <laughs> or leading my own version of it uh don't i wouldn't want to admit that <laughs> oh damn yeah Fuck, nah. man, man. <laughs> cut it out, cut it out. <laughs> squeaky, <Yeah>. squeaky, <laughs> man. People love squeaky me. though. Squeaky's fun. Man, can't see shit. Yeah. <laughs> George isn't yeah. blind. You're, You're the, the blind, blind one. one. <laughs> I need to stop. I've seen that so many times. We love Putney. Yes, we yes, do. Yes, we do. <laughs> oh. We're just crying once upon a time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Well, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood was a big film that earlier this year we were kind of hoping we were going to get. We talked about it on the podcast quite a bit, and it finally happened. So it's only <laughs> fitting that we talk about another film that we've hoped we were going to get, and it actually happened, and that is Martin Scorsese's The Irishman. I'm here to defend you. So, you have a show play? No. Do you drink on the job? No. You ever hit anybody? I don't think so. All right, then. We don't have nothing to worry about. It was like the army. You followed orders. You got rewarded. Hiya, Frank. Would you like to be a part of history? Whatever you need me to do, I'm available. Yeah, I heard you paint houses. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir, I do. Yeah. Uh, the I'll just do the trailer. Yeah, just do the trailer. The just yeah. mime the trailer out. He got to go. One way or the other. He yeah. got to go. What was the line that Ray Romano asked him? And he's like, while on the job? Yeah. You ever, yeah. Uh, you ever, I forget. Get hit on the job? Or you ever hit someone? You hit someone yeah. on the job. You ever late? No. No. Uh, you <laughs> want to know if I did it on that? <laughs> okay, I'll stop. Yeah. Well, the Irishman kicks off from Friday for multiple shows a day. Yeah. Uh, it's been described by people who've seen it that it's a slow-burning masterpiece. Uh, lots of rave reviews for Al Pacino. And uh, Robert De Niro's work has been described as some of his best of all time. Um, so the film is stars Robert De Niro, Al Pacino, and Joe Pesci. 
Uh, it's an epic saga of organized crime and post-war America told through the eyes of World War II veteran Frank Sheeran, a hustler and hitman who worked alongside some of the most notorious figures in the 20th century, including powerful teamster Jimmy Hoffa. So Al Pacino plays Jimmy Hoffa, and uh, De Niro plays Frank Sheeran. And it's Wish so fucking lovely to have Joe Pesci just back in anything. Back from retirement. Just in anything. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man. I'm so excited for this film. So we decided we're not going to talk too much about this film, just mainly because we none of us have seen it. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm very excited. Yeah. Um, and also, in discussions of heading into the podcast, we realized that Caroline hasn't seen many Scorsese films at all, have you? No, I haven't. I'm a, I'm a little bit embarrassed, no, if not no. uh, very embarrassed. Well, I, last week I was saying I hadn't seen any, like, Kurosawa, yeah, 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 true. Um, yeah, no, I actually, I think, because I looked through uh, all these films, and I think I've actually only seen uh, Casino and Taxi Driver. I've seen Taxi Driver a, a few one. times. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Do you like him? I, I do like him, but for me, it, it sounds bad to say, but with these films, I don't know if I'm smart enough to get to <laughs> no, no, don't like, say get that. him. No, like, no, sometimes no. there's a lot that goes over my head. No, don't say that. You're never, like, not smart enough. Sometimes it's not for you. But yeah, yeah but I, I would like Some people to don't like, that, like it. Yeah. To be honest, like casinos a, is a long haul. It's so long. And I feel like it goes down better after you've seen Goodfellas, okay. I would say. It's, like, it's, a very, it's like sort of a yeah. spiritual... Yeah. Um, and this but feels, even the Irishman feels like... Yeah, yeah, definitely. One. I think it's it'd be good maybe to see Goodfellas, to see why people were so hyped for like Joe Pesci. Yeah. Like, because obviously, I mean, you've seen Home Alone, right? Like, yeah. So, I mean... You know Joe Pesci. You know Joe Pesci. And my, I've seen, seen Moonwalker. Yeah, yeah. Of course. Oh, my God. <laughs> what a picture. What, you, a, picture. what a picture. <laughs> Have you seen uh, My Cousin Vinny? No. That's oh, a classic. Um, but yeah, anyway, Joe Pesci's amazing. Um... And, and Goodfellas is like pretty expensive. Yeah, it's, it's so really fun. fun. Yeah. Whereas I think Taxi Driver is a bit tough because it is sort of like the original Ansel film. Like, and it's very I mean, harsh it's, film. Yeah, it's, it's very. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I feel like it's, you know, I love it. It was always up kind of in my top three films. Mm-hmm. But it's kind of funny now. Like, I just keep thinking, like, I think I'm just going to, like, have to slot in goodfellas in its place because like oh, I, I think goodfellas. just goodfellas is so good it's just goodfellas yeah good. speaking of goodfellas so have you got goodfellas pizza no we got the good bagels, bagels. oh yeah. here we go <laughs> it's snack time it's snack time it's snack time it's snack time yeah, because you I, forgot last week. Yeah, I forgot last week. Plus, last week's episode was way longer. Do you guys want a bagel? Oh, yeah. This time it's uh, cinnamon and raisin, Thank so it's you. a little, little bit, a little bit better than uh, just yeah. plain. <laughs> Pretty good. Yeah, it's fucking great, and they're they're pre-sliced. Oh, look at that, Warburton's pre-sliced bagels. Hey, I got nothing to put in there. Come on, Warburton's, give us some money. <laughs> This is not an advert for Warburton's. It's just kind of funny. It's a long running but gag. But it could be. But it could be. If you wanted to be. be. Like last week, I think I saw someone post a thing about Al Pacino. Like there was the original Good Good Bagel before De Niro did the Warburton's ad. Al yeah, Pacino yeah. was in that Dunkin' Donuts advert, and it's so ridiculous. It's so horrible. But I, I can't I'm stop watching it. Yeah. And I just wanted to see, like, 
a mashup between. They should do a crossover yeah. now. And crossover with yeah. the, what what the Kaitel do? He does the the contract. Oh yeah. Is he like just a, the wolf? Yeah, he's, yeah, he's just the, the wolf. wolf. <laughs> which which means Tarantino had to like sign off on that. Yeah. Which is no fucking weird. And uh, the Irishman has Harvey Cattell in it as well. So, I mean, it is. Like, yeah. what's Joe Pesci doing? Is he like in any. He had a rap album, didn't he? he had, no, he had a Cut and Vinny album. Yeah. He released an album and Cut and Vinny, but it was like yeah. show tunes. Yeah, that's right. It <laughs> wasn't rap. I, I think, think I was he thinking about dead. Macho Man. <laughs> <laughs> he had a rap album. <laughs> I think everyone yeah. post 92 had a rap album. Well, guys, just the Irishman, it kicks off this whole week. Like I said, we'll. I think we're going to talk about it next week. Yeah. We're I'll gonna definitely try it. and watch it. Yeah. Um, we're going to try to watch it this week. You should go watch it as well, listener. And then um, we'll we'll recap next week, hopefully. Just set aside a day and watch it. I, it is three hours and 30 minutes long. I know. But that's what Rob so. said last week. But like Wolf of Wall Street was three hours. And I watched mm-hmm. it twice in one day, the day Jeez. it came out. <laughs> I loved it that much. If anyone... Can be three and a half hours. It's yeah. Apparently, this film doesn't drag at all either. It earns. Apparently, it just earns that length, and it doesn't feel like well, a it covered like a lifetime because mm-hmm. you can see in the trailer like D.H. De Niro and like Vietnam. yeah, it's like a video game. I know a lot of people are questioning if that was sort of distracting because the trailer itself was kind of like odd when it first came out, but I don't know. I mean, who cares? I'm just excited to see a new Scorsese film that looks really badass and. Mm-hmm. uh also, just like De Niro again with Scorsese, it's been a long time. What was the last one? Was it Cantino? <sighs> Maybe, or was it um, Cape Fear or something? I'm not sure. I can't remember which one came but out. Those first. are both like early nineties. So yeah. yeah, it's been a long time. Someone correct us if we're wrong, but I mean, I feel like it's. I'm been not going to put myself out there again. <laughs> yeah, uh, and then also Joe Pesci. I mean, like he hasn't been in a film in so like many years gone fishing. he's basically <laughs> been retired so it's great to just four. see him out of out of retirement for even if it's just one film so anyway uh shows for the whole week and the reason why we're happy to talk about it again next week is because tickets are already on sale from the 15th of november so you can get tickets for that if you can't catch it this week catch it next week anyway uh we're gonna talk about it so just be prepared we'll try not to spoil too much because we know it's new but um, come see it at the cinema on the big screen because it should be seen on the big screen. And then you can watch it on Netflix when it comes out. <laughs> I will. But yeah, this week, big big new other film coming out for the whole week. It's not a new film, but uh, it's getting re-released here the whole week. It can't rain all the time. It's The Crow. People once believed that when someone dies, a crow carries their soul to the land of the dead. But sometimes, just sometimes... Broke bring that soul back to put the wrong things right. The night before his wedding, musician Eric Draven, played by Brandon Lee, and his fiancée are brutally murdered by members of a violent inner-city gang on the anniversary of their death 
Eric rises from the grave and assumes the gothic mantle of the crow, a supernatural avenger. Tracking down the thugs responsible for his crimes and mercilessly murdering them, <laughs> Eric eventually confronts head gangster Top Dollar, played by Michael Wincott, to complete his macabre mission. <laughs> uh, Phil, you'd never seen this film before, have you? I've never seen that film. I don't have much to add. How in the hell did you miss this film? I know you asked me, and I said um, I was sort of beholden to whatever my brother showed me mm. growing up, and this is just one we missed. Even though I knew of The Crow, like visually, like we were saying, Sting from WTW yeah. completely ripped off the face paint and the look, like the leather jacket. That and I've never seen before. And you send the, the GIF, yeah. and I was like, what is it? Because you said Sting. I was like, wait, Sting? Was Sting? <laughs> no, no. The wrestler named Sting. Yeah. And great, because before that, he was like... He was like a surfer guy. Mm-hmm. That was, he had like yeah. beach blonde hair and like Sick. a rat tail and like pink and orange makeup. Yeah, all what sorts of neon makeup. Mm. He was amazing. He had a, f- a blonde flat top and he was so athletic, amazing wrestler. Great um, But in WCW, Hulk Hogan came over and he turned into a baddie. But yeah. before he turned into a baddie, he took the top, you know, good guy role mm-hmm. and basically left guys like Sting in the dark. Which he literally went to the dark and became the crow. Yeah, the crow came out. It was a great gimmick, man. Yeah. Him walking around with a baseball bat, you'd be freaked out by that guy. Yeah, it was pretty cool. I mean, like, they kind of ripped off the music in the, uh, in the opening monologue and the ending monologue of the film and kind of like created this weird entrance me- song form with this like little kid that. talking, like, talking like, in the dark, there will be an Avenger and his name is. Sting. Sting. <laughs> the crow, I mean, <laughs> the crow. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I obviously love that, but I, th- I'll get into a little bit more about this film, like, um, about like just kind of what was going on with this film around that time. So the cast, besides Brandon Lee, which we mentioned, he's the son of Bruce Lee, uh, which is badass. He's totally handsome. He was amazing. Uh, and yeah, we'll get into Brandon Lee in a bit. Uh, Michael Wincock, <laughs> very funny voice, very weird villain. <laughs> <laughs> Top Dollar, who he plays in this film, actually isn't even like one of the main guys in the comic books. So it's kind of weird that he was, they, uh, they chose him to be the main guy. But there's a few differences. But you also have Ernie Hudson, which yeah. is amazing. Winston Pettible. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he plays Sergeant Albrecht. Um, and then you also have Bai Ling in the film, which Bai Ling, you know, like, you know Biling? No. She's was featured in like Star Wars prequels and yeah, she's been in tons and tons I mean, of no. like B movies. Um you had Anna Levine, Lawrence Mason, Michael Massey, Tony Todd from Candyman. Yeah. Was it this? And then you had John Polito and David Patrick Kelly yeah. as T Bird, who is Luther from the Warriors and also Sully from Commando. Yeah. So that was pretty sick to see him. <laughs> Yeah, Rob wanted us to do a quick shout out to the gang, David Patrick Kelly. Yeah. Uh, instead of, could, he said if you were in uh, any movie gang, it'd be this one. Yeah. Like pull, I can see they it. They put like put bullets in their mouth yeah. and like do shots of tequila or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, could de- I could see like Rob be a member of this gang. Yeah. So I. That scene is pretty funny. There's, they're just like, <laughs> yeah, just flicking bullets in the air and dropping them in their mouths and just tuck them back with tequila. And then. David Patrick Kelly, I'm pretty sure, just like one-ups him, which I think is not a one-up at all because the dude swallowed a bullet. 
but I think he swallowed a lit cigarette, <laughs> which I mean, you know, initially, yeah, probably bad, but so. he doesn't have a bullet inside of him. Um, okay. That's hardcore. <laughs> Uh, but The Crow is based on a comic book series created by James Abar revolving around The Crow. Uh, the series, which was originally created by Abar as a means of dealing with his uh, the death of his girlfriend at the hands of a drunk driver. It was uh, first published by Caliber Comics in 1989, and it became a big underground success, which led to this adaptation. Uh, the film is directed by Alex Proyas, which is, I think, his second film, but uh, maybe his first actual big feature film. Um, but he also went on to do Dark City and iRobot and oh, wow. Knowing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and Nick Cage one. Yeah. He's had uh, a weird thing where he's kind of had like an arch of a career, like where it's only done a few films. The first couple were kind of funny. <clears throat> Dark City was like sick. iRobot is still pretty good. And then Knowing. <laughs> and then I think he did like Gods of Egypt or something like that. Oh, so it was oh, a big yeah. flop. Um, he originally wanted to shoot the film. Uh, an entirely black and white uh, it's to get like sort of a closer vibe to the, the comics yeah that would have been cool yeah but the only thing there's a lot of flashback scenes in the film which he wanted to shoot those in color and it would just be really high co- contrast but it is a very dark film anyway yeah yeah it is it's just everything's dark it's yeah. just rainy dark there's barely any daytime scenes if at all no like, it's very it it looks like like i haven't read the comics but it's such a it just has this like kind of like Sin City kind of vibe. Mm-hmm. Definitely. It. Yeah. I feel like this film, which I'll get into a little bit in a bit, but I feel like they really sort of, this sort of was like a predecessor to like The Matrix. Um, Definitely. At least I mean, with all the leather. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's a bit of a Matrix link in a bit. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it's just kind of weird. Like, feels very Matrix-like. And then also Dark City, like Wachowskis were heavily influenced by Dark City and stuff. So. But yeah, that's sort of ninety-five. Mm-hmm, definitely. Like when I was watching it last night, I was just like, "There's this, there's this amazing." Like, all right, I'll I'll just go ahead and say it. <laughs> My thoughts on the film: very fun, but not necessarily a great movie. Yeah. Um, it's I would recommend coming to see it because it's hell hell of a lot of fun. Uh, not just because I'm doing this podcast of work here and stuff, because I don't have to say that I like a film, but I um, I do like this film a lot. But I just I do think it is a bit cheesy. It is, and, but it's very cult. Like even yeah. the style and everything, I find yeah. really cool. And I I agree, it's not like a good movie, but yeah. it's like it's definitely worth a watch. And yeah. especially because it's 35, isn't it? Yeah, it's 35, 35 millimeter yeah. for the entire week. And yeah, it's like there's there's this scene at the end. Uh, it's like this sort of climax action scene. It's so cool. And I feel like it's like, uh, it's probably like, you know, I was saying this is like the Matrix before the Matrix. When I was watching it, I was just like, yeah, this is really cool. It's a really cool shootout scene. And then it leads to this, uh, the ultimate climax of the film with the, you know, the crow versus the baddie. That he stuff a bullet with the thing. Uh, <laughs> no. He does get shot through the hand a couple of times. <laughs> He just has rigidity. Yeah, we know that. Powers, yeah. 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 Um, but it's but not really. No, there's this like this last battle. It's on top of a rooftop of this like church and stuff. And it very much is just like the exact same ending to Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> 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 I'm like serious. Pretty <laughs> well, damn similar. Hey, Fireman Sam. <laughs> but yeah, according to James Abar, who is the guy who wrote the comics, he didn't really like the casting of Brandon Lee 
in the main lead. Um, at the time, he had only seen him in Showdown in Little Tokyo, which is a badass movie. It did, yeah. It's very bad, but very fun yeah. as well. It stars uh, Brandon Lee and Dolph Lundgren. Um, <laughs> but he ended, he feared that it would end up being like a kung fu movie, and it would go to sh- straight to video. But he was thrilled when he actually met Brandon Lee because uh, when he saw him in the makeup and the outfit and everything, he, he was, was just amazed. Yeah, and then yeah. he also just realized like Brandon Lee's take on the character was just like spot on. And he was like, you know, speaking straight lines from the from the comics. Mm-hmm. I mean, the comics are really cool. They had a lot of like cool music references in it as well. Like James Abar was just like really big fan of like The Cure and like, yeah, a lot of like those gothy emo bands and stuff like that. And yeah, yeah it's a very gothy movie. Even mm-hmm. though I, I look at it and I'm like, oh, it's grungy as fuck. Yeah, yeah. Man. Soundtrack was like incredibly popular as well. I think it like ended up topping like Billboard Top 200 as well. Like it had pretty crazy, like The Cure actually wrote a song for it as well which is pretty cool. But yeah, James Abar stated in the Crow DVD that uh, <laughs> this is really funny. I actually kind of meant to say, hey, you remember you said something about Michael Jackson a minute ago? Uh, here we go. Um, you meant to play wait. the Crow? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so he stated in the Crow DVD f- extra features that uh, when he met with movie executives, they originally wanted to make it a musical <laughs> starring oh Michael God. Jackson. Oh. God, and he, why? He immediately, hate Hollywood? he immediately laughed uncontrollably, thinking it was a joke, only to find out they were very serious. <laughs> but it was only until Brandon Lee and Alex Proyas came on board that the movie was, took a more serious role. Thank God. Thank what? God. Who reads that book and you're like, this would make a great movie. <laughs> Fucking Michael Jackson in it. Hell yeah. <laughs> How could they even think that? that that's so absurd. Like, yeah. I do not. No, the hell no. Just fucking moonwalking, like, ring all the time. Oh, oh I can't reference Manson, but you can do a Michael <laughs> yeah, Jackson oh, impression. Oh, that's go. fine. Okay. Fuck Michael Jackson. I don't care. <laughs> I'm happy to get on that ship, um, on that platform with this podcast. I don't care. Um, yeah, for how brave of you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, those Michael Jackson stands online, man, they're fucking do crazy. You remember that? But... You remember the bus adverts when that documentary came out? Bus yeah. When the, when the surviving oh. Neverland thing. Yeah, I, I never saw that. No, I mean, you know. But like there were adverts for like pro or like Michael Jackson defenders like yeah. on the buses, like no on billboard with like I forget what their slogan was, but it was ridiculous. Yeah. The whole thing was ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> so in the Blu-ray commentary, Alex Proyas said that uh, Brandon Lee was unhappy with the way his face paint looked when the makeup department applied it to him before shooting. So they agreed that it would be best if Lee just applied his own makeup every night before he went to bed. That's so cool. And then he just woke up with his face paint all like naturally worn out. Oh yeah, basically like just crusty. like sting after a hardcore match with uh, Ric yeah. Flair, you know. Just well, that's kind of what the Joker <laughs> looks like. It always looks like it, yeah, yeah, like, and he kind of looks a little bit like uh, Heath Ledger's Joker. Like there's like the vibe, like they they're both like out of makeup. They were both like gorgeous and stuff, and long like hair and uh, yeah. No. Do you think they took? Do you think they were Dark Knight was inspired by the Crow? Hmm. I mean, well, maybe. Yeah. I haven't I seen anything. I felt like The Crow was very it. much like just influential in film and yeah. pop culture in general. I mean, we've talked about the whole Sting thing, but I mean, it's got to be like so many more things you just don't really think much about. Like, yeah, Crow was but, iconic, yeah. and how many? It got like a shit ton of sequels that nobody watched. Yeah, but yeah. Obviously, a lot money. of made for TV or sorry, direct to video. Have you seen sort any of movies? Of I saw um Crow. 
City of Angels when it, like back in the day when it came out. I don't remember anything about it. Why I don't remember you? if I liked it. Why would it. you bother with that, Brandon yeah. Lee? Um, and then I kept thinking that that like the one with Edward Furlong, which I can't remember what it's called now, was earlier than it was, but it was all the way in 2005. Like I knew he did a Crow sequel, and I just thought it was like the second or third one. But it's, it's, it's like, like they the fourth. still make a Lost Boys movie. Mm-hmm. No way. They yeah, made like four of them. Yeah, uh, don't do <laughs> many <that>. years, <laughs> many years after as well. Yeah. yeah. Um. So do you guys want to talk about a little couple of casting one ifs? Yes. So here's some people who turned down the role of Eric Draven. Uh, River Phoenix. Oh man. I heard. I I read that. And mm-hmm. Christian Slater. Both would have been really cool. Yeah, it would have been yeah. very interesting. But yeah, and then James O'Barr actually wanted Johnny Depp to play the role as well. Johnny Depp always finds his way into the list, doesn't he? Yeah. Everybody wants Johnny <laughs> Depp, especially Tommy Wiseau. Yeah, I mean, it would have been interesting, but uh, I don't know. I, I'm glad it went. I don't know. It's such a weird thing to say. I'm glad it went to Brandon Lee because I really love Brandon Lee. Even though what happened? Yeah. Could they all? All, all of them separately had their iconic roles yeah and definitely this was Brandon Lee yeah I mean that role God, it was like it ended up being Russian roulette in a way and it's fucking sad um, yeah literally well yeah although the tone of the film is pretty similar to the comic um, there were a lot of changes like I mentioned earlier like I said Top Dollar was just a member of T-Bird's gang um, T-Bird was the main the, uh, the Dave, David uh, Patrick Kelly David Patrick Kelly yeah um I don't know why they decided to change him. Don't really know. Uh, the characters of Micah and Grange, who are Biling and uh, Tony Todd, they're not even like present in the comic, I don't think. And um, they didn't even mention like the crow being a power source. So that's kind of like in the film, the crow itself is sort of like the power source for Brandon Lee mm-hmm. or Eric Draven. But yeah, it's kind of weird. Um, also in the comics, it was uh, they were being chased down. I think it was just like a bad luck situation where they their car broke down, Eric and Shelly, mm-hmm. and then they ran into T-Bird's gang and uh, while they were high on drugs and they just ambushed them and killed them. Um, but yeah, it was in the comic also, Eric is the one who actually lasts for 30 hours in intensive care, mm-hmm. uh, which they changed in the film to be Shelly. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't really know why they did those things, but whatever. How, I did, mean, he, so how did he come back? Like, um, cause me not knowing, he it's like a born, it's like a demon now, or what? He comes back from hell. I don't. Understand. I don't know. It's slightly. It he feels very up with face paint. And feels curves. very biblical at times, um, which is funny. Not that it ever really has a biblical reference to it, but I mean, it does slightly, but it doesn't. I don't. Know. It's very weird. I I really don't know. <laughs> I actually the whole time was kind of like sitting there, kind of like what's what's going on. And I was also wondering if it had something to do with what happened when making the film, which we'll get into in a second. But when I was looking it up, I couldn't find any link to that. I mean, I know they had to reshoot some things and all that, but I just, I don't know. It was like, they didn't really explain. But yeah, this is kind of getting into what we were talking about, the, the, the sort of dark side of the film, unfortunately. So according to Empire Magazine, cocaine abuse was very rampant on set. Uh, with cameramen shooting whilst high and crew going into the toilets to snort between shots and people cutting around. So one crew member recalls hearing the sound of a sneeze on set one day and Brandon Lee, who is a big professional 
uh, was pretty annoyed and he just quips one just lost $50. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Caroline mentioned a little bit before we started to record that there was some some dark things happening while on set. Yeah. Is there anything like that a, you... The curse of the crow. Mm-hmm. There's like a lot of stuff going on that was like, they couldn't explain like stuff, like stuff um, catching fire, yeah. bad vibes, uh, crew me- I, I like two crew members or something like that that got electrocuted yeah. and stuff like it was like a lot of the of, of stuff happening and stunt a stuntman almost died and then yeah. of course we'll get to it in a second yeah. <laughs> okay okay let, okay good no i'll get into it in just bad but yeah Clever. as Car- caroline said uh during the first day of shooting in wimbledon north carolina uh, Carpenter suffered severe burns after his crane hit a live power line. And then subsequent days uh, later, a grip truck caught on fire. A disgruntled sculptor uh, crashed his car into the studio's plaster shop. And a crew member accidentally drove a screwdriver through his hand. Um, And also a hurricane came through. It was in Wilmington, North Carolina. It's on the beach. A lot of hurricanes hit that area. um, And it destroyed several sets. So production was so troubled that one of the neighboring uh, productions on the same studio lot uh, began taking bets on mishaps. Oh, no. Until a fire destroyed several of their sets <laughs> as well. And I'm pretty sure they Nothing were like... funny now. <laughs> so, yeah, what we've been alluding to the whole time, which I'm sure a lot of people know about, uh, Brandon Lee, unfortunately, died during the shooting of the film. Um, he was only... 28 years old, I believe. Yeah. Pretty sad. Younger than his dad. Younger than his dad. His dad was 32 at the time when he died. Who also had a quite mysterious death. death. In the middle of filming. Yes. I'll get into that in a little bit because there's a bit of... Yeah. There's a bit of a Bruce Lee connection to this film with uh, Brandon Lee and the family and everything. Well, I know that's like the curse of the... Yeah, the the, curse curse of the Lees. Eugene Dragon. Mm. Uh, Bruce Lee story. Yeah, yeah. They do that really well. Like yeah. They play on that really well. Like yeah. it, it's very literal in the movie. There's like Yeah, I've got like a little bit about that like coming up as well where it kind movie. of almost predicts into to this, which is crazy. Um, so during the shooting for the scene where Eric Draven walks into the apartment, which is shown in a flashback, and the gang is attacking his fiance. So this is different from, like I said, in the comics, they get ambushed by when the gang down. when the car breaks down. But in the film, she works i think for some sort of housing thing or something and the gang gets upset with her Targeted. interfering and yeah she comes after oh would they come after her it's like the punisher backstory it yeah changes like that yeah and um he walks in and they're basically brutally attacking her and raping her and stuff and the gang just shoots him and kills him and throws him out of a window that the scene he yeah so that they were shooting when he died yeah no, so no. uh i mean not die die well that is the scene where when he comes in he, that scene that's when they were shooting that scene originally that is how he died died like yeah so he walked into the apartment and the scene required a gun to be loaded cocked and then pointed at the camera uh because of the close range of the shot the dummy cartridges loaded had to be real brass caps um which was like a bullet with no powder uh after the cut the props master not the arms master because the arms master left the set for the day. He dry-fired the gun to get the cock off, uh, knocking the projectile bullet into the barrel of the gun. Um, the next scene to be filmed involving the gun was was during the rape, 
scene and uh, Eric walking in and the gun was loaded with blanks, which usually contain double or triple the powder of a normal cartridge to make a loud noise. And uh, Lee entered the set carrying a bag of groceries and he had an explosive blood pack. Uh, the script called for Fun Boy, who's played by Michael Massey, uh, to shoot Eric Draven and as he entered the room, triggering the blood pack. But the bullet that was stuck in the barrel because the arms master left and God, these inexperienced man. guys didn't check the gun. Um, it blasted through Lee's abdomen and then uh, he was taken to the hospital and he later died. Uh, the footage of the death was actually developed and it was used as evidence in the investigation into his death. But as part of a lawsuit settlement, the footage was later destroyed. Yeah, it's not in the movie, right? No, 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 no. no, no. Okay. They had to reshoot that scene, obviously. Yeah, and there's a lot of fake stuff on YouTube. Like, I saw one yeah. which is so bad. Like, just I was just scrolling around yeah, and there was literally a guy who makes a, or someone who makes a video and um, it was like, oh, one of these shots is the actual video of, of Brendan Lee. I hate when people do that. Dying. Shit. It's, it's like, no, it's up. of course it's not. No. Why would they wouldn't let that? But it's so no. fucked up. Like I've read about that story so many times, and you read like about the whole day leading up to it, and yeah. it's like one of those things. If just one thing went different, yeah, he would have been alive. But again, it's just a shitty production, inexperienced people, everyone's high, yeah, Ever, nobody's like taking it seriously, and it's just. Yeah, it keeps getting passed around. Yeah, it's really sad. I mean, that's kind of what I meant. Like, it's a bit of a like Russian roulette with that role because it's like, oh, yeah. if you think about oh the what ifs of what could have been there. I mean, that could have been someone else as well. Like, exactly. it's such a shame. And it got you know. changed. It wasn't even supposed to be Michael Massey who. Sh- who yeah, they weren't him. even supposed to shoot him yeah. at all. I don't think. Like I, in that spot, it was like he was ten to fifteen feet away from him or something like that. And apparently, they didn't call for any gunshot. But at the last minute, they decided they to. It's just like didn't wow, like, like that would what if. that would fuck you up as an actor. Didn't he like stop oh, working yeah. for yeah. years? Michael stopped. Massey stopped yeah. working for an entire year. I mean, he did come back to acting, and he he said that it basically haunted him. He would for his entire life. Yeah. Like he died unfortunately in 2016, um, but as of like back in 2015, he had mentioned that it still haunted him, which yeah. is just terrible. He, he wasn't at it's fault for fault. it. No, it was not his fault at all. Yeah. I know it makes sense. Like, yeah. just yeah, think about it. For you wouldn't even be able to like hold a gun again in the yeah. movie. No, maybe just like I mean, he went back to acting, but he could easily just have just gone underground yeah, and just yeah. be like, "I'm done." Yeah, I'm yeah. I accidentally killed a guy once. Yeah. So following uh, the death of Brandon Lee, the film was actually completed. He basically died, I think, with only just a few days left of filming. Yeah, the, I heard like filming. It, he'd filmed most of yeah. it, but the rest is just stand-in. Yeah. Not like Game of Death where yeah, yeah, <laughs> Bruce yeah. Lee died in the middle of Game of Death and then they had to rewrite the whole movie and there's loads of bits where like, they literally have like a paper mask. Yeah, and cardboard cutouts mirror, and stuff. Cardboard yeah. and guys like, wearing helmets <laughs> and stuff. No and way. then they also cut in just scenes from other films and stuff and that footage he's from his funeral yeah oh, uh, what? because the character like faked his death and yeah. you have to like I'll bring that up in a bit because that's a yeah. part of my weird coincidences with his oh, Bruce Lee and Brandon Lee yeah I read about but, that um, yeah so they basically completed the film with stunt double standing in for him the stunt double was uh, Chad Stahelski who would Keanu Reeves stunt double yeah and would later direct John Wick yeah so he would go on to uh, cool? he would go on to coordinate stunts for The Matrix and like you said Keanu Reeves uh, stunt double he would uh, direct John Wick and interestingly enough he was pretty good friends with Brandon Lee 
And uh, did you know Brandon Lee was actually an early choice for Neo for The Matrix? He would have been a great. Imagine that. Like, imagine the possibilities if that accident didn't happen. Because the career he would have had. Fuck. I mean, he was friends with Chad uh, Stahelski. I mean, it's fuck. John Wick could have been Brandon Lee. Like, you know, Keanu Reeves might not have had the career that he had. Just like it's insane to think about because they um, it obviously. Matrix was made in 99, but the Wachowskis had been planning it throughout the 90s and they were very much into Brandon Lee. And like I said, they're like, they're, you could see like reference, like, I don't know, like influence of the crow and then also Dark City, the next film that Proust did, like in the Matrix and stuff. So it's, they're definitely into them. Yeah. So it's crazy. Um, so the following scenes were completed after Brandon Lee's death. So, uh, basically the, when he first enters the apartment, after digging himself out of the grave, footage of Lee was uh, walking through an alley and the rain was digitally composed into the scene where he walks through the doorway. Um, computer technology added like drops of water and stuff into the door frame to make the water on his back not seem out of place. <laughs> uh, the shot of Draven falling from the window was made digitally composing Lee's face complete with uh, simulated blood onto a body double. Is that, is that the thing I was asking? It looked like he does a swanton dive yeah. literally out the window. Yeah, although... That there's because he does a couple of dives. <laughs> a few of those. There's like one dive he does where he just jumps out of a building or a window or something. And he just lands into some to some trash. Okay. But this was like I think when they the baddies threw him out of the window to kill him. But they can't um, kill him. You can't kill the yeah, crow, right? You can't kill him. Okay. Well, I don't know. Maybe you can. Maybe, can. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe if you kill his crow. Definitely. It never <laughs> die. It's kind of weird. They changed a lot of that stuff around. I don't know. Uh, the scene with Draven where he puts on the makeup. Uh, when he just kind of becomes the crow that was filmed with the double but then there's like smashed out mirror bits where they just like digitally just added in his face into the little broken bits of glass Um, and then there's the scene where Sarah visits the apartment like and that she's looking for Eric Draven and she's just like shouting Eric where you at and then um, he appears in the window but he's just like in in shadows and stuff and uh, that was just a body double so yeah can you tell when you watch Carol? Um, so I've seen it. I, I haven't re-watched it recently because I I just really want to. I haven't seen it for quite a few years now. Mm. But I'm I'm coming in to watch it. Uh, and I, I'm, I'm really excited for it. But I remember I knew about it. Yeah. And I, I mean, it, I watched it on a laptop back then. And I couldn't really yeah, see I it. Yeah, I mean, I watched it last um, night. I couldn't really tell. No. To be honest, it was done really well. Those computer altered effects and stuff were like... They were pretty good, man. Like yeah, for the know. time. When I mean, the, oh, 1994. The, is the film came out. I think the it was filming in 93, and the accident happened in 93. Um, but it came out in 94. But I mean, it looks pretty good. I mean, mm. like I said, it's it's like a cheesy film. You know, um, it's ar- arguable if it would have the lasting impact had Brandley not died. This is the thing. This maybe this is why. Um, yeah, I haven't. You know, gone out of my way to check it out, and I thought, oh, people are just big on it because you know, yeah, you died yeah, yeah. you make it. Would you have the same reverence? But you can yeah. hear about any. You can hear about the James Dean movies, and I think those yeah. are great. Yeah, well, I mean, obviously, when he passed away, you know, that added to like the pop culture, like buzzing about it. Like, it's a weird thing, like where it, it ended up making fifty point seven million dollars at box office. It was like number ten the whole year in ninety four. I think um, it did really, really well. It's a shame but, he just couldn't see it though. 
Yeah, yeah, it's a shame. Like again, his dad dying right before. And yeah. the dragon opened, like his biggest movie. And he would have been big. Like as we talked about, the Wachowskis, they would loved him. Yeah. And yeah. Could even a new the the and Neo instead of Keanu. Like we yeah. we don't know. I would have loved to have seen that. So his mother, Linda Lee uh, Caldwell, who's the widow of Bruce Lee, um, she filed a negligence case against producer Edward R. Pressman and unfortunately the actor Michael Massey and 12 other defendants over the death of her son. Um, She ended up settling out of court for about $3 million. Um, So it's kind of a shame. But I mean, yeah. I mean, mean, any amount of money is not going to bring him back. Um, But I, I get it. I yeah, kind of yeah, they should pay. <laughs> I really enjoyed this bit, like uh, just this little bit I got out of the the woodwork. Um, James Abar, so he's the guy who created the comic uh, with the profits he made from the film. He bought his mother a car, and then he bought him like he was really into music. He bought a nice surround sound system for himself, and then he donated the rest of the money. And he said, uh, I was really good friends with Brandon, so it felt like blood money to me. Mm. He said at a comics convention in two thousand nine. He said I didn't want. Uh, to profit at his expense and I kept that secret for as long as I could it's not charity uh, if you get credit for it so he was yeah, just like yeah. just wow. give it away a good guy <laughs> yeah so here's uh, may as well start the DB Cooper mu- uh, music uh, it's conspiracy times <laughs> oh yeah um, here we so, go <laughs> uh, that's just a reference to uh, our room episodes the first time I ever used that stupid conspiracy song that I dubbed D.B. Cooper because we were talking about D.B. Cooper so will keep making appearances as long as I keep talking about conspiracies. 911 which is <laughs> uh, So yeah, Bruce Lee the Bruce Lee curse, the Lee family curse. Um, so both Bruce Lee and Brandon Lee were born in the year of the dragon. Uh, Bruce was born in the year of the dragon and the hour of the dragon. Um, and according and the minute of the dragon. <laughs> According to uh, Chinese astrology, that's a powerful omen for a life that would greatly impact other people. Um, his mother was superstitious, and she gave him a feminine name in hopes to ward off spirits that would harm her son. You know, like, pretty big in, like, China and Hong Kong and all that. Like, for the son, they they want a son. They always want a son. Poor, <laughs> poor girls. I uh, know. But, um, yeah, Bruce Lee was actually born in... San Francisco, yeah. but he spent most of his early life in in Hong Kong. But um, you know, he was an American, so he was able to come back to America, and you know, that's how he became the big legend that he is. But uh, Bruce Lee, he would die at the age of thirty two from a cerebral edema, um, which is basically fluid swelling on the brain. It was an allergic reaction to like a painkiller. Yeah, something so like, yeah weak for someone his, so legendary. Yeah, his Weird. death was ruled death by misadventure. Mis- Bad name. Um, <laughs> uh, he was previously diagnosed with the edema during the filming of uh, Enter the Dragon, which he collapsed on set. And uh, unfortunately, Enter the Dragon, like you mentioned, it was released three weeks after his death. And that was like the biggest film that it's he ever did. Uh, but he died while filming Game of Death, yeah. um, which they only really kind of started um I mean, apparently they had about a hundred hundred minutes of footage with him. But he started it. Yeah, left to go make Enter the Dragon. Yeah, and then came, came back, back to it. Yeah, died. Um, but he complained of a headache, and an actress on the film uh, gave him a pill that was like an aspirin and a tranquilizer, which uh, medical examiners think caused more swelling, like an oh allergic reactions. And uh, he went to sleep, and he never woke up. Um, 
But there was a lot of theories, like you said, seems like such a weak thing to happen to someone who was so strong. A lot of people just don't want to believe it. Yeah. yeah. But he, um, was, he was very, because, um, like, in the, when he's, like, uh, like, into the dragon and stuff, when he was, like, fighting and all, he was, like, he would not eat or anything. So, like... He was not in good shape, yeah. Yeah, like, he must have been so weak and still so strong. Yeah. Like, he looked like, amazing, but yeah. to look like that every day, you yeah. have to live on a very strict diet. Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. And apparently, he and liked stretch. to smoke a lot of weed as well. That was the thing. I remember they so found. Apparently, oh. that was a bit of a. They thing found they weed in his system and load. I've heard so many people be like, "Oh, I don't fucking smoke weed, man. That shit killed Bruce Lee." <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, fucking hell. Um, but there was a lot of theories, conspiracy <laughs> theories about Bruce Lee's death. So there's the triad. Triad, of course. The mm. Chinese mafia, basically, and then what's called Dimak, which is the touch of death, which is uh, basically kind of like fist of the North Star, if you want to kind of yeah. say it that way it's just like a, a, a just a pressure point touch and then you'll walk away and then hours days months i don't know like however it works kill yeah kill. like kill will thing um you die uh, and some people think that was performed by a jealous martial artist on bruce lee um because he had a lot of people that hated him yeah because bruce lee like he he had a lot of people hate him because he came to america and he was one he was a hot shot like he, he was pretty egotistical. Mm-hmm. He was a hotshot martial artist that people fucking loved, and he became a superstar. But also one thing he was doing that people did not like was teaching the white people uh, in America. He had to fight for the right yeah. to do that. Yeah. Um, and they did not like that because he was teaching them, them the secrets that were long kept in Hong Kong and China yeah. and all that. So they didn't like that. But, um, you know, who knows? As you mentioned, Dragon Bruce Lee's story... Uh, it's a 1993 film. Good movie. Uh, yeah. Oh, that came out before The Crow. Came out before The Crow, which makes this crazy. Could Brandon is in it, like in the character. Yeah, yeah, the young Brandon Lee. Um, so Bruce Lee battles in that film throughout the film, and this is basically adapted from a story that uh, Bruce Lee's wife Linda uh, wrote, like a book, yeah. I think, about, and they adapted into a film. Um, so he battles a metaphorical demon which has been haunting him since he was born and in a particularly creepy moment the demon even shows him a copy of his actual tombstone in the film mm-hmm. and then at the end Good of the movies. movie the demon suddenly loses interest in Bruce and heads towards his son Brandon and two months before the film's release Brandon was dead no that's not fun that movie is really good. It's so yeah. interesting. It's such a weird way to do a biopic. Yeah. And even, yeah, to sort of kind of predict. Yeah, even more interesting, it was uh, the fifth film for both Brandon and Bruce, the fifth feature film that they died. Uh, they both died during the filming of. Um, Bruce's was like Game of Death, as we mentioned. Uh, it was completed five years after his death using body doubles. Yeah, but Body that, doubles but that, used in The Crow. But Game um, of Death would cut to shit. It's like barely a movie. Yeah. Yeah, because originally it was a about a martial artist who battles his way through a pagoda run by a gang. But after Bruce Lee was, this is what's really crazy. Yeah. After Bruce Lee died, it was changed to a similar story, but involving a movie star who was shot on set and faked his death to get revenge on the people who were trying to kill him as he battles his way up the pagoda. <laughs> it's nuts, isn't it? Yeah, it's it's crazy, like yeah. so weird. Uh, yeah, so there's a lot of like theories about how there's just a curse on the family also that uh you know that maybe someone actually murdered brandon yeah. lee on set um 
this is yeah it's just one of those things i don't know it's like it's kind of sad really sad really sad just for what they could have made right yeah and you know i feel bad saying cuz i think it is great it's a great film and brandon lee's fucking amazing and i wish he would have survived and i mean i don't want to rewrite the matrix and i love keanu as neo Obviously. and all that and i don't you know it, i think keanu's amazing but i just want it to see what Brandon Lee could have kept doing like you know yeah. it doesn't it doesn't have to be the matrix just anything just like it sucks when anyone dies really young especially if it's a really stupid accident like that could have been prevented yeah well, I think about that with like a, every time I see like Leo or Joaquin Phoenix it's like oh that's the career River could have had yeah yeah, oh, you know yeah. What I mean, I mean yeah. loads of young people that's like not fair to play on either but yeah it just makes you wonder yeah mm. it's a shame yeah, I mean, you know, there's a lot of what ifs, you know, when you start thinking about those things because certain roles would have gone to different people and all that. But yeah, I mean, it's kind of a bummer, I guess, way to end the <laughs> podcast. Uh, I actually oh, well. got really bummed out reading how he died, even though I knew I was going to do that. But it just like as I was reading it, I just found myself just like, oh, God, it's so heartbreaking. But um, and wasn't it the, um, he died the same month he was supposed to get married? Or something? Yeah, he was about to get like, married as well. Oh. It just very too, similar like, to the character so in the film much. as well. He's yeah. about to get married like the next day, and then his character dies. Exactly. Um, yeah, it's a bit of a shame. But as a, I decided that I wanted to take the last lines of the film and just end the podcast with that, like uh, because I think it's just really nice. Um, it's as cheesy as the whole reading from the girl in the film, but I think in a way those could have been added. And I don't really know. I know it kind of just kind of. Be- became a nice, you know, uh, homage to Brandon, like at the end of the film, you know, for Brandon and Eliza, who was his, uh, his, uh, fiance. And they also added that into the end of, um, of, uh, the dragon Bruce Lee story. Cause that came out like, you know, after he passed away as well. So it was nice to have like, you know, him in the credits. Um, Brandon Lee actually was ended up buried next to Bruce Lee. Like, uh, which would have been Linda's grave, but she ended up burying him there, which is really nice, really sweet. And, to bury us, huh? they, yeah, I mean, it's terrible. Buried in America. Yeah, I think in California somewhere. Um, but yeah, it's, it sucks. But I mean, this this line is actually really nice, though. It's like if people love, uh, we love are stolen from us, the way to have them live on is to never stop loving them. Buildings burn, people die, but real love is forever. It's really nice. That is nice. Yeah. <laughs> so I just felt like. Why not just think of the good things? We can't dwell on like what ifs and all that, but uh, just really, you know, come see the crow. Just like remember just watching how it. Great, way of, like, yeah, loving that person. He's amazing. Like he's so good in the film. It's really like I do think like maybe it wouldn't have been as big of a film had he not passed away. But at the same time, it's like it's still a really fun. Would have been fun. Film. Would have been a stepping stone for yeah, him. yeah, yeah. Because I mean, he could have gone on to do bigger things. You know, maybe it would have not gotten the buzz that it got but you know who knows he would have been a big star i, I mean think. we can't change it right like yeah. that's what we got and it's yeah. a cool way to keep him mm-hmm. alive i mean he was still so young and he only done a handful of films and he was like bruce lee's son <laughs> and he was actually really good <laughs> if not probably a better actor than bruce lee was it's just bruce lee was just like so dynamic on screen just so mesmerizing and he was so good at martial arts and stuff but brandon lee i've seen some clips of him doing martial arts he was pretty damn good himself. So, I mean, you know, it would have been pretty interesting to see what kind of career he could have had. But, yeah. Mm-hmm. Final thoughts on The Crow, Caroline? Come see it. <laughs> I, mean, just, I will. I'll yeah. come see it. We should, uh, should all go. 
<laughs> that bomb out Carolina thing. Yeah, the bummer ending. It it really it really did. And that like quote because I the, you um the the bit you just you just uh, read up. I, I'm really easy to tears, and I was like, oh my <laughs> god, Caroline, just keep it in. <laughs> I'm the worst. I always cry, especially to films. I'm so like. I think I can only cry deep into it. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> oh man, yeah. To be honest, like, there's a lot of scenes in this film um, where Bruce, uh, sorry, Brandon Lee gets shot. Yeah. Knowing that, like, stuff about the film, it's like, it's hard to watch. Mm-hmm. Like, even even though you know it's just a film and stuff and you know and that's not what happened and he obviously got through those scenes but just knowing it's just like oh, like well the film is still fucking rad it's silly <laughs> cheesy as all get out perfect cult film like will be fun on the big screen with a bunch of people in 35 millimeter yeah. like so fun and plus it kind of it's a bit dark and gothic-y and it's like hey we get to hold on to Halloween just a little bit longer exactly I would like to see I've never seen anyone dress up like uh, him in the crow for Halloween but it's such a good costume yeah I mean I nearly did this year I was gonna dress as Wolfpack Sting and that would have been (laughs) just the red and black version yeah (laughs) (laughs) it's basically the crow yeah yeah Uh, yeah. Uh, um, Phil you're gonna try to catch it this week well, for the I'll first watch, time i'll try and catch that even though yeah, probably be. spoiled way too much for you no but. no no that's fine it's like 25 <laughs> um no yeah I'm, cool it's one of the i've been meaning to watch for a long time yeah this would be the best way to watch it but, yeah yeah carolyn do you have anything cool coming up you doing anything cool uh i'm still illustrating like mm-hmm. i was last time i really need to get some fire under my ass because i need to finish <laughs> in the end of this month you still uh, working on that same illustration with that woman yeah yeah yeah, i am um yeah it's not um i should have gone i should have uh should have done more than i have it's just <laughs> i just get distracted all the time i'm in the cinema all the time uh, yeah, so many good movies exactly oh exactly oh uh, carolyn yeah. what's your handle on twitter um it's, it's like snail well, <laughs> it's snail well it? it's actually it's, it's so it's so bad because you can't change it. And I made it like, I don't know well, you how many it. years you can ago. Change it. You can. I c- I've changed mine like three, four times. Okay, yeah. well, how f- I'll need to find out how to do it because it's also on my letterbox. So it's, it's there and I'm you like, have to, you, can, you just so can't do it on your phone. You have to do it online. Okay, like anyway, I'll, I'll try. Anyway, yeah. I'm going to tweet out. I'll tag Caroline in. And you guys, okay. what I wanted you to do out there, listeners, <laughs> is just <laughs> just give her a bunch of fire emojis. <laughs> yeah, literally. Uh, maybe create a butt and somehow um, and and uh, characters. I don't know. For the fire shoes. And yeah. yeah, give her a fire under a butt mm-hmm. yeah, and do uh, that. tell her to to start illustrating. Yeah, <laughs> I, have, I only posted one thing on my Twitter, and that was the uh, pop star. Uh, Oh yeah, quarter last. Yeah, the first thing I ever tweeted was just Kanye West. (laughs) Just Kanye West. Because I was stoned and I tried to Google Kanye West, but instead tweeted it. Oh, so I left it. That is funny. I'm not gonna get into. Never gonna get our Kanye. Oh, we're not gonna get into into an argument the other day. Oh, Jesus Christ! Yeah. (laughs) Uh, cool. So Phil is at Far Away Sad Scene. He never wants to say it, and you can tweet him how wrong he is. (laughs) Um. Yeah, and I'm at Tall for All, T-A-L-L, the number four, A-L-L. Um, stay tuned. We're going to try to get Ariane back on. Yeah, but like I've we said, will. next week, we're going to talk about Irishmen, so go see that. And um, you can hit us up 
at the PCC podcast on Twitter. Tell us anything you want to tell us. We'll read it out. Unless Instagram. if you're being a dick, but we'll and probably still read it out. Um, and then, no, especially if you're being a dick. <laughs> read it out. And then uh, also you can uh, hit us up at the uh, podcast at Prince Charles Cinema if you want to send us an email. We'll also read those out. And also remember to leave us a rating. Subscribe to us wherever. We're on all these podcast things. And like we said before, if you don't, don't listen to us on iTunes. You might have access to iTunes. Just go leave us a rating if you like us. It helps oh, us out. Yeah. yeah, helps us out. Get us back into that top like 20, which we were in for like... Never again. Yeah, yeah. it's never going to happen again. That was I was telling Ari like when that was happening that that was our hot girl summer. And yeah. it really was. It's just over. It's completely over. It's over. We're, <laughs> not, we're just not even ranking anymore. We'll be back <laughs> one day. Get us the back up there. The will know. Yeah. <laughs> I don't care. It's fine. Anyway. Um, thanks for coming on again, guys. Uh, we'll Thank see you. you guys soon. Yes. Bye-bye. Bye. 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 Bye.